Welcome to the Hidden Potential Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Hargrove. Today, we're going to be talking about how numbers can either help or hurt you. In this episode, we're going to learn about the importance of recording and understanding different numbers and metrics. We're going to talk about the ways that uh, it is helpful and how you can use them to your advantage. And we're also going to talk about the mental dangers of recording numbers and how to avoid some common mistakes. At the end of this episode, I'm gonna give you three takeaways to be able to help you directly apply what we talk about today in your own leadership. And every single week, we bring you a new episode to be able to help you tap into your hidden potential. Let's get started with a big thought, and that is many leaders carry these vague ideas of different recordable metrics within their heads. And many times, their ideas of these numbers can give a false perception of what success looks like. A leader can be making some valuable impact in people's lives while thinking that they aren't making any difference at all at the same time. And someone can go through a slow down period thinking that they all their efforts were for nothing just because of their confusion of how these different numbers look and how they work. This topic, it's so important to talk about because many people have these ideas about recorded numbers and don't really understand how to utilize them in a healthy and effective way. And many people have replaced their whole spiritual motivation by chasing after these numbers instead. We have to learn how to use them in a healthy way without letting them fully dictate how we make decisions. Let's get started with our our first point, and that is how numbers can help you. See, once you start recording different metrics, these kind of uh, ideas would look like um, attendance, financial receivables, volunteers, donors, staff, uh, recurring donors, baptism, decisions for Christ, etc. All these different numbers that are meaningful, um, especially when it comes to, say, a ministry or nonprofit. And you can lay these numbers out over the weeks, over the months, and over the years. And when you do that, you're able to see a different trends throughout these different time periods. Um, you, you, it, when you wrap, when you list out, say, just like attendance, it's a really common number, and sometimes the only number that people record. See, it's something simple for attendance you can see trends and build foreseeable expectations uh, within reason by recording these different numbers. From there, you can better plan for the following kind of months, the following years, with more of a strategic impact rather than just being like, oh, it's a bad month. And so, like, for example, I'm saying with attendance, say if I were to see that, say for my church, if the months of July and December are the lowest attended months of the year, I can utilize that information rather than just being stressed out like, oh no, we're going to have low attendance this summer, uh, this Christmas. Instead of doing that, I could utilize the information and use it accordingly. See, I could I could say that those people are probably the most committed people of the group, that they're coming in a time where no one else comes. And I, I could use those specific months to either focus my efforts on building leadership, building volunteer systems, or even building camaraderie rather than just draining my efforts and trying to get people to go. That's not a really great time to try to grow in size 
if just the trend seems to be that's not when people go to church on vacation whatever reason is that's just not a good time um another example if i were to see that september had the lowest donations that shows me to not make any big purchases around that month see this is a big one because sometimes people they think that like the world is working against them and that god is is not supplying their needs when they plan to say make a provision or a, a big purchase around a low month and they're all stressed out well you could better foresee the better a better time to buy something or you you could even plan a fundraiser in the months before to help off, offset the that dip for September. Y'all dig what I'm saying? See, this is really practical, but it helps you to make more strategic decisions. Another example, if I were to see that January uh, has the most new people joining or trying out the church, then I could better prepare a strategy to connect with newcomers in order to retain the growth. But if I were to say like, you know what, January, we're going to hit strong and just make it all about, um, you know, uh, harsh repentance. It's, I might turn those new people off. That might be a time to gear more towards uh, evangelistic messages if m that's when most new people are going. Y'all feel that? Y'all feel what I'm saying? Um, one more. If I were to see that the first and second week of the month are greater attendance than the third and fourth week. Okay, so I broke it out into times of the year, to months, and now even to weeks, like weeks of the month. The first and second week are greater attended uh, weeks than the third and fourth. I could either build incentive for the lower number weeks by uh, uh, by putting different uh, ideas of how to build a t incentive for people to join those low attended weeks. Or I could also um, make sure that if I'm ever going to have any big announcements or events that I would plan, I would want to plan that in the, the higher attended weeks rather than the lower attended weeks. Again, it's not really rocket science. It's just once you have all the data out there, and I'm telling you, these trends are are very foreseeable. Um, you once you put in this data, you will see that there is a consistent trend in your attendance and your receivables, um, and and even baptisms and decisions for Christ. Like uh, any metrics that you that are meaningful to you, you will be able to see these trends, and it will help you in making better decisions. And the same goes for even if you're not in a for-profit industry and you're, maybe you're a small business owner, you could still use that same trend to see that most sales happen at the beginning of the month, um, not at the end of the month. People are trying to pay their bills at the end of the month and at the beginning of the month, they just got paid again. So you, you can better suit your, your deals or your discounts according to this kind of information. Now, these are different ideas of how numbers and metrics help you in your strategy and making a better impact. Today's episode is brought to you by Gravetop Designs online store. Visit gravetopdesigns.com forward slash shop to find custom made Christian clothing that's edgy and actually looks good. I crafted all of the designs myself, so I'd love to hear your feedback and tell me what you think. Share your next purchase on Instagram and tag Gravetop Designs for a chance to get 10% off your next order. Shop today, help support this channel. Again, that's gravetopdesigns.com forward slash shop. 
Now, let me give some basic ideas, some practical steps on how to best go about recording these metrics. See, there's a lot of different ways and even softwares that you can use to record these different metrics. There's some free softwares, they're paid softwares, um, there's real complex ones, and then there's real simple methods. The most important thing to consider when you're choosing a method of recording data is the ease of access and da data entry. If, if the software is so complicated for you to use to where you like it takes you a long time to kind of figure out how to put what where, uh, then you might want to use a different software that's more simple for you that's that's easier for to you for you to use and you also want to be able to be able to input this data quickly you don't want to have to spend a long time on data entry you want to be able to just have it in a sense easy and simple the second thing that is important when choosing the method is how clearly the data can be recognized okay it that means that can it clearly show you these trends? Are you just looking at numbers and you're saying, okay, now what? Um, for me, I really like to see graphs, like a, a bar chart um, helps me really see uh, like through say a year and I have all 12 months, I'm able to see the highs and lows of the months going up and down through a bar chart. Um, it, when If I'm trying to look at different um, uh, different ways in which I receive payments I can uh, that's where I would like to use a pie chart and I could clearly see one software uh, payment software making receiving more than others that shows me okay people like this uh, have a lot easier time they prefer using this method of payment rather than X Y or Z y'all dig what I'm saying um, you, you want to be able to visualize and recognize the data clearly. And finally, the third most important thing to consider when choosing a platform on how to record this data is what you feel most comfortable with. Um, for me, I'm like really nerdy and I like seeing all these charts. I like seeing the numbers. I like being able to input stuff and it, the software do the math. My wife is more like traditional. She likes to just write things down. She's more of a pen and paper gal. And I, hey, don't get me wrong. I like pen and paper when it comes to like journaling and stuff. But when it comes to numbers, I like seeing the software. I like seeing the, the software work and do the magic. Um, you want to do what you feel most comfortable with. And again, this is while you are the one doing the data entry. This might be something that you delegate early on and you're helping them to choose this software. You don't want to choose a software that maybe you feel comfortable with, but no one else feels comfortable with. You want to, you want to consider these things when choosing the proper method. So as some examples that you could try out if, if you don't know where to start, um, one that, that I use now is Planning Center. Planning Center is, is uh, mainly used for churches and nonprofit organizations. Planning Center is really easy when it comes to access and it gives a lot of diversity to where you can edit stuff. Another good way of recording uh, that's a free software is called Metrics. I think it's called Open Network by Life Church, the same makers of the YouVersion Bible app. And it, it is a really uh, simple way to get started called Metrics and it's mainly for kind of simple tracking. So you won't be able to do necessarily complex tracking, but you can do really simple tracking through metrics. Um, you could also, if you're any kind of uh, 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 handy when it comes to spreadsheets, you could use Excel or numbers through Apple um, and make your own spreadsheet. You can make it as, as simple or or complicated uh, or complex, sorry, not complicated, as complex as you need it to be by just simply making your own graphs and your own spreadsheet. And it's a lot, it's a lot easier 
then then you might realize I, I would that's how I started out was just through Excel and it was really helpful to be able to to record the data that was important to me that might not have been on say any of these other softwares and if you're really just uh, uh wanting to you could always just simply start out with a journal and just and just go about it like that it just really also depends on how um, big your group is maybe you're just leading a small group or in a journal is really something that you could start with and it, it makes sense but if you're more have a more complex responsibility like uh, maybe a ministry that you're over it, it then you might want to consider something a little more um, uh, a, a, a little more has a little more potential to record data and, and show you it um, a, a quick tip for me there I'm often in the moment of ministry I it's really hard for me to think like okay let me count these people or let me count this let me count that and so you want to make a quick reference process to where you delegate somebody to count or send you the numbers of specific things um, that you can that you can reference and follow up with later for the data entry part okay so uh, it could be as something simple as someone writing a number on a sticky note and leaving it in your bag for you or it could be someone uh, getting that count and then texting you that number with with whatever count that is and so you can you, it really helps when you have a way to reference back so that you're not worrying about oh I need to input data entry right before a minister right when in the middle of it just delegate someone to help you with that and sending you that number um, now let me talk about one last thing and that is how numbers can affect your judgment this is a really big part because while these different numbers can be helpful in in your planning and the your potential for impact they can easily damage your vision for <coughs> They can easily damage your vision for the organization by replacing your motivation. And it's really easy to, for once your vision is to say make a difference, and now it becomes uh, getting this X amount of numbers. See, I've seen this time and time again where numbers took over a person's soul in a sense. And I've made the mistake myself to where we're chasing after that number rather than being guided by our core values and simply put why you do what you do matters and so many good organizations so many good companies have become a stench to the people they once served because of how they started making decisions based off of those numbers instead of what really mattered to the organization in the first place and it is it is really just it's just life draining when you do it like that when you make it all about just chasing these numbers and it will suck your passion dry and it will also steal the passion from the people you serve so don't fall into that trap again these numbers are to be helpful for you when you're making strategic planning they're not to be your your number one motivation we need to make that clear now let's end with three takeaways number one make a list of different recordable data that you feel could be important and useful specifically to you when it comes to referencing this, these numbers number two choose a method in which recording said data and break it out to be seen according to timelines that best suits that best makes sense for your organization so, so whether it's days of the week whether it's weeks of the month months quarters or even years 
you want to be able to break it all out on this timeline to, to be able to see it. Choose a method. And finally, number three, make an annual calendar and forecast your next quarter or your next year by using a general expectation of your current number data. And when the time comes, compare that forecast, what you what you thought would happen, with the actual data after you record it so that you can narrow down a more accurate forecast for the following quarter or for the following year. Um, all that being said, I'm so grateful for you guys being a part of today's episode. Can you do me a favor? Could you leave a rating and review for this podcast? It really helped me out and help others be able to see the cha- this channel in their feed. Until next time, have a great life.